Welcome to episode, we're going to make this an episode. Episode three. This will be episode three. Episode three of Cross Training Miles. I'm Will. And I'm Kirby. And as you can tell by the title, this is a little bit different kind of an episode. Um, yeah, I guess we'll just get right into it. Um, if you're not aware, or if you haven't been in the running community, um, last Thursday evening, um, a runner from Milligan University was hit and killed by a car in Virginia while they were warming up for a track meet, the Colonial Relays at William & Mary. His name was Eli Kramer from Milligan. Um, two other athletes were hit as well while running. There were five in total um, from what from what I'm told, um, but Eli Baldy and Alex Mortimer were also hit. Alex was admitted to the hospital with a broken fibula, a broken leg, and a dislocated shoulder, I believe. Um, Eli Baldy was, uh, he was not injured to the point where he had to spend the night. He was able to leave the hospital that evening. And so what makes this um, very tragic and um, hurting story is the fact that I am friends with a lot of those guys. I was friends with Eli Kramer. Um, I am friends with Eli Baldy, and I am good friends and was friends in high school with um, a good number of guys on the Milligan track and cross-country team. And so for me, this is kind of a a um, personal tragedy um, as well as one that I know affects people that I have relationship with, relationships with and I care about. And so... This is kind of a tribute episode um, in honor of Eli Kramer and his legacy um, to Riverdale High School, to Milligan University, and to NAIA, um, track and field and cross country as well. So that's just kind of, we're just going to talk about that for a little bit. And um, I've got a couple stories to tell about Eli Kramer and um, yeah, just kind of share what he meant to the people he was around, and uh, some things that we can kind of reflect on. Yeah, I didn't know Eli Kramer too terribly well. Um, we race Milligan a lot uh, when we run. We're there at every meet. Uh, I'm friends with, I, I ran with Eli's r- former roommate. He and I went to high school together. Um and I talked to him the other day, and it's just like it hits really close to home, you know. Like me and Eli, Baldy, um, our friends, uh, we ran together at Norris Stam one time, uh, and really I, I talked to him every single track meet. He's just a, r- a really great guy. Um, the the these young men. The reason why this is difficult for for us. For Kirby especially, it's it's because you knew them more personally. But for a lot of us, it's either we know their team very well or because they're at every meet. Or it's like we live the same lifestyle as these guys. We run on the same roads, on the same trails, you know, in the same towns. You know, it just so happens like we didn't go to this to this meet like, like we very well could have if we wanted to, I'm sure. It's like... Uh, could have happened at 
you know, at Lee, it could have happened at, at our conference, well, our, uh, our regional meet for cross country. It could have happened like, yeah, even though they're not in our division. I mean, it could happen in like any of these open meets that we, that we go to with these guys. It could happen anywhere to any of us. So it's hard. It's like, you know, all the people that we know, like my family, my, my dad and my sister run on these same roads every day. And, you know, I'm, we run on farm roads and it's just hard, man. You just know way too many people in it. And it's like, it could be any of us. So if you, if you even like jog, like it's, it's a tragedy just to think about what this means for the running community and what it means for the people that were close to these guys. I mean, it is a, it is a national tragedy that's, you know, it just needs to be talked about. Yeah, and, and when you say that, like, that's not an understatement. Like, there's articles from all across the nation that are um, talking about Kramer and um, and what happened to him. Um, the, the driver who hit these guys um, was drunk driving. He was under the influence. And um, that's just something that runners kind of take for granted that everyone that is driving on the road is going to see them and is going to watch out for them. And the sad reality is that there are some people that um, abuse the right to drive and will drive um, unsafe, unsafely. And uh, I was talking to one of uh, one of our teammates, Hunter, and he was saying like, yeah, like sometimes we think we're just invincible. Like we'll just dart out in the middle of the road because we assume that the car's going to stop. Like they're going to see us and that they're going to stop. And, I think sometimes we act like we're the captains of the road when really like we're guests yeah. on the road. And so it's um, kind of a sobering thought of like we don't have um, – we feel safe just because we've done it our whole lives. And yet um, that safety can be very um, uh, fragile yeah. uh, with, just, with just one person. Um, who makes the wrong mistake. And so it's, yeah, it's it's tough for these guys. And I think, Will, you, you said something important. Like, the reason it does hurt for a lot of people who didn't even know Kramer um, or Baldy or Alex is that, like, if you're a runner, it you can easily put yourself in these shoes. Um, like, these guys, they were just warming up for another um, track meet. Uh, or, or, well, technically it was the night before they were just shaken out for the, for their race the next day. And like thousands of college runners do that every weekend and it's just routine. It's just the next thing you got to do. And so it's just, you know, it's a jarring, um, it's, it's tragic. Um, but I think that anyone who's close to Milligan or has been around the people that have been affected has seen like God work in in the tragedy and seeing um community and and brotherhood like never before um come out of this and so uh i was gonna mention uh alex posted a uh a really important video um just like was a couple hours after um uh, yeah it was it, it was post surgery which would have been thursday night it was really quick turnaround and it was like you know it was it was just it really shows that like god works in these difficult situations in ways like we don't understand you know you were 
talking about us. Um, you were talking yesterday about this passage in Isaiah, right? Like, Isaiah 55. Yeah, about God says, um, your ways are not my ways. And all of these, um, and like like my plans are not what what your plans are. I'm paraphrasing heavily. I don't have, <laughs> I'm bad at memorizing scripture. But it's, it's, inc- it's incredibly important to understand that like, you know, this isn't, our final home. This isn't like where we're meant to be. We're only here for a little while. And while we're here, it's important to, to understand what that means and, you know, what the actual mission or purpose of, of being on the earth is. And I mean, Alex has, he had every, if you haven't seen the video, I mean, you can look it up. It's Alex Mortimer Milligan, like, yeah, it's on Milligan university's Instagram. Yeah, it, it really shows that like, and it's you said this the other day, and I'm gonna just add for you because you said we were, we were in my dorm room, we were talking, and you were like, "This shows real faith." When it's easy to say after it's all over that, uh, it's easy. No, you said this in Lucas's dorm room actually. Um, you said it's easy to have faith, to say after everything's over, to say, oh, I had faith in God. Oh, I did, you know, I, I fought the good fight. But right. I mean, well after the fact. Well after the fact. But during the moments that, like, the the, the most influential moments, like, Alex showed his faith, and he, sh- like, inspired all of us to, to have ours. And it was just really touching. You know, it's something you don't, it's something you don't typically see, and it really stood out to me. I mean, that was... That was the real, th- that was, the, I think, the most gut-wrenching thing, like, just to be, it was just the most beautiful thing in all of it. Yeah. And it's important to understand that when looking at tragedies, to understand the beauty in it. Yeah, and, and Alex has since been released from the hospital. Um, I think I saw that on Instagram yesterday. He's been released, and he's on his way back to Johnson City, um, where he can where he can rest up and be taken care of. Um, so we praise God for that and thank God that that the surgeries were successful and that um, he's able, I, I, my prayer is that he's just able to bounce back as quickly as possible. Um, but another thing I think about is like, we it, it's it's great to pray for like the physical healing of uh, Baldy and Alex, but also like their emotional healing. Um, I've never been in like a trauma situation like that. And I can't imagine what that would be like. Um, obviously, it's it, it it would be difficult. Um, and so, one of my prayers also is that like God would help them um, process and um, come to terms with the experiences that they had, um, and be able to realize that, um, like it does say in Isaiah fifty five, God's ways are not our ways, but they are. Just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are God's ways higher than our ways, and His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Um, and even though we don't understand, if you have faith in God and if you have um, a trusting relationship with Jesus, it makes it so much easier to trust Him even in the hard times of life. Um, we know that God loves us, and He He wants to direct us, um, and He wants good things for us. Um, but we have to listen to that. So I just pray for listening ears and for like calmed minds and hearts to um, 
be able to take all of this in because it's a lot all at once. Um, yeah, Alex has been uh, released from the hospital. Um, just a little bit about Eli Kramer and um, who he was as a person. Um, well, as an as an athlete, for one, he was a national champion uh, for NAIA cross country just this past fall in 2021. Um, and he was an integral part of that team, uh, w- one of the leaders. Um, I remember racing him in high school. My senior year of high school, he was a junior, and it was the two indoor two-mile at Vanderbilt University. Um, and he had ran, I think, just under 10 minutes at that time, and I, and I was, like, just over 10 minutes. So our PRs were similar. And um, we technically weren't racing for our schools because indoor in Tennessee in high school is, like, club. It's not, like, sanctioned. And so we were all kind of, like, running club. And uh, so we all could kind of wear whatever jersey we wanted to. And Eli was always, like, the goofy guy. He was always the guy that would, like, crack a joke. He would make you laugh. And so for his two-mile state race, he wore a cutoff T-shirt that he had stenciled in in his own Sharpie marker, um, your mom's favorite runner. And uh, everyone thought he was goofy for that. Um, But, like, he... Like, he would be the guy that would, like, calm your nerves before the race. Um, he would inevitably, inevitably jab at you and be like, yeah, I don't care what you say. I'm, I'm still your mom's favorite runner. <laughs> um, he, he, yeah. he, he always knew how to shut you up and, and, and always knew how to just, just get a laugh out of you. Um, and uh, I actually beat him that day, and that was one of the very few times that I ever beat Eli Kramer because that man worked his butt off. And... Uh, just became a dog in college, national champion in cross country, as well as several All-American um, awards in, in track. He, uh, one of the last uh, things I, I ever said to Eli was also last fall during cross country at one of our um, Queens Invitationals in Charlotte. Uh, it was 8K, and it was raining. like It was terrible. It was muddy. It was awful. And I had decided, since it was raining super bad, that I wasn't going to put on my spikes. I wasn't going to dirty them up or nasty them up. I was just going to wear my flats. And um, I had already kind of given up before the race, and it just kind of felt like, you know what, this is just like a waste of time. So I'm just going to put on my flats and kind of go through the motions. And I remember we had lined up in our box right next to Milligan was on our left. And so, of course, I'm seeing I'm seeing my homies. I'm seeing my guys uh, talking to the guys that I, I had ran a lot with um, in high school. And, and sure enough, Eli comes up, and he's like, what's up, Kirby? And I was like, hey, man, have a good race. And he said, you wearing your flats? I was like, bro, what are you doing? And I was like, man, it's, I'm just, I don't know, I just put them on. He's like, bro, it's all muddy. I was like, you, you got to put your spikes on for this. And in that moment, I thought, like, man, he is so locked in right now. He is so ready to race that, like, every little thing matters to him. And uh, it's like Vietnam, even though it's like, it's like, it's like like, the worst possible conditions. It's windy. It's cold. It's raining. No one is having a good time. And it's not even like raining a little bit. It is raining cats and dogs. It was very heavy rain. We got done with this race and we were covered in brown. It was terrible. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And here's Eli just in his final stride out coming back to me with this big grin on his face, looking at me like, what are you doing in flats, bro? <laughs> like, you put your spikes on right now. I'm telling you. And I was like, 
man, this guy's like, one, this guy still knows how to be super light right before a race, but he's also super locked in yeah. at the same time. And um, I just appreciated his, like, competitive camaraderie and uh, his ability to, like, lighten things up in a very stressful moment. And so, um, yeah, those are just some things that I remember about Eli. Um, I know that his teammates at Milligan would have a whole lot more to say than I do, but I just feel like that's those are some things that I um, wanted to share about him. Um, um, his his legacy, I'd say, is like a like from everything I've heard about him. He just had a winning spirit. You know, you, you it's one thing to be a a terrific athlete, and it's another thing to be a good sportsman. And I mean, just having the ability to just like crack a joke and like have fun and be in the moment and completely candid, you know, like that's not something everyone can do. And that's something that he was able to, to share and to, to pass on. So like, he's got a winning legacy. Yeah. Kramer was really like one of the first waves of like culture change at Milligan. Um, Milligan really wasn't on the map until, um, Kramer and kind of his class came in and now they're like the, Ridiculous. the yeah. best <laughs> the best cross country team in the entire state of Tennessee like D1 D2 all of those divisions that I would probably put them like in the top 3 yeah, of prob- the whole state they probably wax UT like, I mean they they would they wax everybody yeah. they were national champs NAIA I mean like I don't care what division you're in a national champ is a national champ Yeah it, it's ridiculous So These like guys are awesome I know that because of the culture at Milligan that they're going to bounce back and that uh, they're going to be able to um, continue on um, in their athletic endeavors. But at some point, that's not what really matters. What matters is, like, um, everyone's grief and everyone's ability to move on um, and not not move on in a way that you forget, but move on in a way that is, that's healthy for everyone and that you can remember um, Kramer in, in, in the best way that you can. So yeah, I don't know, man. It just it hit me harder than I expected it to when I learned the news. Um, I reached out to all my friends at Milligan that run there, um, let them know I'm praying for them. You guys, if you're listening to this right now, I am praying for you. Still am. Um, I I hope our coaches talked about doing something for Milligan here in the near future. Um, yeah. and I, I hope we can get that figured out. I wanted to wear. Um, I wanted to to get some black and orange ribbons to put on our jerseys, but apparently there's an NCAA rule that says that's not like allowed or whatever. So not cash money. Yeah. yeah, not very cash money of the. No, uh, I was talking to Ray. I was like, maybe we can get like a big orange sharpie and like put a big ribbon on our shoulder or something. Yeah, something. Just I mean, it's small and it doesn't mean much. And I know that there are there's a team out there, a Cornerstone, cross country track and field that has already worn T-shirts. Um, in one of their races, which I'm not sure how they got away with that, but they they may be um, NAIA. Yeah. But like there there are teams out there doing things, and as small as it is, and as like uh, while we can't really change how anyone feels, we can still show solidarity and support for those who are hurting. And so I do hope that we get to do that here very soon. And um. Yeah, I feel like I'm rambling at this point, but part of me just wanted to get this off of my chest um, to let 
uh, everyone at Milligan, and for all of you that, that listen regularly, thank you for listening and for listening to this. Uh, this is a big deal in the running community and um, a big deal to college students in general. Um, no one expects to leave this earth at age 20. That's not something any of us plan on doing. And so for college students in general, I feel like this is um, a fairly jarring thing to happen. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to get those things off my mind, off my chest. Um, to to Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say uh, if if you – I'll I'll add to everything you just said. Um, like I'm I'm praying for you all too. I don't know you all as well, but I mean I we race all the time. Like I've definitely we've definitely crossed paths a hundred times, and it's like all to all the guys that I I ran with in school and all the guys that I'm running with now. Like uh, if if you could like just tell you know tell the people and spread news about like that you love the people that you run with. You love your competition. You know, we love these guys. We don't even know, I don't even know them that well. And like, a lot of them are probably my brothers in Christ. And it's like, you know, we love each other, like on our teams. And, you know, we have like this camaraderie that we would go out and do these crazy, ridiculous things. Uh, So like, if you see your team this week, tell them that you love them. I mean, you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. No day is guaranteed uh, to, to the guys on our team. Like, I love you guys. It's not like something like, I know it's something people say, but it's true. Like I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the people at this school. Um, it's, it's, it's just a very important that you tell the people in your life how much that you appreciate them. And that's, that, that's what I have to say. Yeah. I agree. I don't have much else to say other than um, to reiterate what Will said. Honor those that are around you, whether you're on a team or not, whether it's your debate club member or group project leader or sibling. I don't care who it is. Whoever's close to you, tell them you care about them and that um, they're important to you. Um, Because... It's super cliche, but uh, you never know when it'll be your last time. And I feel like it always takes a tragedy like this to remind us of that. And I wish it didn't. So, uh, Milligan University, cross-country track and field, we honor you. We're with you. We're praying for you. Um, We mourn the death of Eli Kramer and also praise God that Baldy, that you're okay, and that Alex is out of the hospital and on the mend. Uh, We're thankful for that, yet we mourn at the same time. So that's all I got, Will. Yeah, that's all I've got, too. Uh, We love you guys. Uh, Thank you for being there for us. Uh, And I I guess we'll end this the way we always do. With all of that being said, I'm Will. I'm Kirby. We will see you all soon.